Hey. Hi. Hey. How you doing? Okay. It's snowing outside. It is. It's beautiful. Did you ski here? I did, actually. I, I hooked on to the back of a car. <laughs> I said, giddy up. I'm <laughs> <Down> here. <laughs> Slap the trunk. Oh, my God. Yeah, basically. But yeah. hello, everybody. Uh, welcome back. Welcome back, old listeners. Welcome, new listeners. Who is it? Who's the new listener? <laughs> it's Hawaii. We finally <laughs> We have one of the two that we're aiming for, so Sam, uh, I hate to tell you, but... 50% is failing. Uh, yeah, that's true. And You're so... uh, that's not going to work in law school. Yeah. Ooh, so, but you know, we'll talk again when you get to 100% mm-hmm. when you've got a last one. So. And we'll, uh, we'll discuss this. <laughs> Welcome Hawaii. Oh my gosh, I hope you guys are doing good. Down there. Hope the weather's warm. Hope there's no volcanoes <laughs> sure erupting. Sure, it is. It's Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm being funny. My God, it's gorgeous here. It's snowing outside, and I love every bit of it. This is my time. It's funny because, like, are you sweating? No. <laughs> I don't know. I just, just got nervous. I, I just got so nervous. Was, oh my God, am I supposed to be sweating? <laughs> No, no, it's just because every time you're like, it's October, I'm still sweating. I did not sweat today, but yesterday, sweat. Yeah. Because I was at the shop. It was slightly shop. mild. It was mild, and I was at the ski shop, and I don't I don't know if it's because of COVID and there's going to be nothing to do, Christmas coming up, probably a mixture of both, but it has been insane at the ski shop, like nonstop. And I was running around like a mad woman. I wore my hair down. Bad idea from the start. Wore a sweater. Second bad idea. Don't you always carry a hair tie with you? Like a normal person? Well, I usually just take like a rubber band. But uh. I like didn't... I was scared because what if I... Sh- there were sweat marks on my shirt that my hair covered. So oh I just God. cut my hair <laughs> Okay. Okay. This is a never-ending fear for me, okay? Yeah. Big sweaty girl. What did okay. Olivia say about Oh, me? sweaty spice? Yeah, sweaty spice. Yeah. I am officially sweaty spice. <laughs> <laughs> the weird thing is that's so kind cute. of that's kind of happening to me too at work because they've like they constantly readjust our airflow mm-hmm. in there and the vent that's like right above me, slightly behind me. Now it's kicking out heat, but I can smell food from the food court. <laughs> <laughs> So Hot like every smell. time it kicks on, I'm like, chicken tenders <laughs> or whatever they're cooking. It's like, oh sometimes it's actually sickening. But Yeah, that problem at the ski shop, because in the back, they have like centralized heat and it's supposed to reach the back where the owners are in their office. And like it doesn't, it just pumps like hot air onto us in the front counter so we're running around and then we get up to the front to check people out and we're just getting bombarded with heat and they're like in the back like oh it's so cold back here i'm like you need to shut the fuck up you need to <laughs> run around your door here. and let the air seriously flow in. yeah but get your own space heater um i must actually talk about something rather serious here dunkin donuts i know <laughs> I know that we wanted a sponsorship with them. Um, I got scared for a second. No. <laughs> it's serious in my life. Okay, okay. Um, but I think I'm going to have to revoke that sponsorship because they made 
a monstrosity of a drink. It's the sugar plum macchiato. Oh, dear God. But the weird part is, is that I hated it the first time I had it, but I wanted it again. So I have now a large version of it. Why? And I'm choking down every <laughs> sip of it. I don't know. Do you, it's something, it sounds like it's going to be so good. Right? And you're like, maybe they just messed it up the first time. It's terrible. But I've heard from multiple people that it sucks. It's so bad. So Starbucks hit us up. Duncan, sorry. Yeah. Still love you. You know, you're OG, but it's not going to work out, homie. Because this thing is not good. <laughs> I think it's the color that attracts me. Because it's like this gray color. I have it next to me. So it has a, a tinge of purple. Yeah, it's like a purpley gray color. And I'm like, ooh, that's that's fun. I want to take that into my body. I like that color. Oh, right. It's like the, the, <laughs> the gray stuff. Try the gray stuff. It's delicious. Yeah. It's not delicious. It's but not. I'm going to still eat it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and get a larger version of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but how was your week? It's fine. I forget when the last time I really have nothing to add. Yeah, you worked a lot. It's, <laughs> yeah. Your life's probably going to get... For the next probably 12 months, I would Ooh, say. Yeah. You're just going to hear me go, it's okay. <laughs> I'm going to be real busy. Yeah, that's yeah. why next week, we don't know what's going to happen because next week, Tori may have to work on her days off, so we don't know. We don't know. Yeah, we don't we know, know if we're going to be able to record or anything, so this is our my best. Christmas special episode. <laughs> Even if, uh, I don't know, we'll see. <laughs> well, for this episode, it was Olivia who brought up the idea. I went it with was. it. Yeah. Oh, you did? I did, actually. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And I didn't know what to title it. I still don't actually have a title in my little script thing here, but <laughs> I guess it's, I'm going to call it the Six Santa like Evil Folklore. <laughs> I don't know. My God. <laughs> I wish you had consulted me before this. <laughs> you gotta no, come up with something. It's like, you know, it's like Krampus. Like that. Yeah, a lot like of people that know that folklore. folklore. So it's it's like that and other types of, you know, Christmassy folklore creatures. Yeah. There we go. That's a great title. Just like just like a paragraph long title. Like Krampus and like all the other like Christmas. I love it. I love it. <laughs> all right. Let's so go. Let's, so let's jump right in. Number one coming hot out the gate is Belschnickel. I think this is the one in the office. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I didn't yep. know it was real. It is real. It's actually, it's in the office. If anyone watches that, um, it's called Dwight Christmas. It's episode nine of season nine. It is so funny. <laughs> I love that episode. Dwight dresses up as Belschnickel. <laughs> the legend of Belschnickel has historic roots in <laughs> Germany, but is also popular in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and the surrounding counties. Oh my God. Yeah, like Dutch Pennsylvania. The Deutsch. Yeah. I didn't even intend for that yet. I just looked over started. and you have like two clogs on your feet. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it originated in the early 1800s. Uh, Belschnickel, roughly translate to Nicholas or St. Nick, infers. <laughs> Belschnickel <laughs> is a crotchety, dirty, disheveled, fur-cladded old man who carries a switch or it's like a, a whip type device. A what? A, a switch. Oh, a switch. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
and a bag and pocket full of candies and nuts for the good children. Ah. Traditionally, one to two weeks before Christmas, uh, Belschnickel would show up to homes to check in on the behavior of children. He taps on the door, and usually the children would have to answer a question for him or sing to him. And in exchange for answering the questions or singing the songs, he would throw candies on the floor. Belschnickel. If the children jumped too quickly, like if they were too greedy to get the candy, they would be hit with the switch. (laughs) (laughs) They would be whipped. Also, if the children were naughty, they would get whipped. I just love saying Belschnickel. Belschnickel. Yeah. 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 So Belschnickel is actually one of the nicer uh, folklore people. Mm -hmm. He only just like whips you. Yeah. That's it. That's it. So that was Belschnickel. Number two, Grilla. 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 Ooh, where's Grilla from? Grilla is a 13th century repulsive giantess from Norse myth- <laughs> mythology <laughs> oh, that lives in a remote mountain liar. Liar, no. Lair. There we go. Oh, yeah. In yeah. Iceland. Iceland. She's Icelandic, yep. She is much older than Christmas. For thousands of years, she has been a plague on the Icelandic wilderness. What's like the um, capital? Of Iceland? Yeah. Isn't it like really hard to say like, yeah. rech- like a, rech- a long like <laughs> super long word or name. <laughs> There's a lot of <laughs> Yeah, we can't comprehend it with our American no. minds. That's what comes out. <laughs> um Grilla is described to have cloven hooves, horns, a huge nose filled with warts, and abnor- uh-huh. and abnormally long arms. <laughs> So she's the Jersey Devil with a big nose. Yeah, basically. Okay. And she's like a giant, so she's oh, like huge. Never mind. Yeah, totally different. Yep. Grilla. <clears throat> yep. And she also has an insatiable appetite for human flesh, specifically children. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Grilla, she stays in her home up in the mountains. For... Her liar. Her, her, I know. I don't know why I put that. Her liar. <laughs> for the majority of the year. Um, and she kind of detects the children who are misbehaving year-round. She kind of watches over Uh-oh. them. Uh, during Christmas time, she leaves her mountain cave and searches nearby towns for her meal. The oldest poems of Grilla describe her as a parasitic beggar who walks around <laughs> asking parents to give their disobedient children to her. Oh, God! <laughs> yeah. She carries all of the bad children back to her cave in a big sack and puts them in a stew. Alive? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I guess alive. I mean, she probably... All right. You know. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's Those see. parents are terrible. They're mm-hmm. just like, yeah, here, take well, them. Well, that's why I guess that gives the kids incentive to be good because they're just like, my parents will give me up to Grilla like that. <laughs> like, I need to be good. <laughs> no one really knows where Grilla came from. Uh, some say she was God's first attempt at making humans. And realizing his mistake, but still loving his creation, he banned her to Iceland. <laughs> it's like, oh, God, I messed Poor up. Iceland. I messed up. Yeah. Go ahead, Iceland. Yeah, That's you better go there. <laughs> Others say she was once human and had a normal family, but due to famine, she was forced to murder her husband and feed him to her and her children. While it saved them, it also changed them, saving the worst change for Grilla. It said one look for her, one look from her can cause death. She's like a Medusa Grilla. She's like 
that ugly, basically. Oh. Yeah. And not Medusa E, but like just ugly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Yeah. And I didn't know this, but 50 poor. 50 poor. 54 percent whenever i read my mouth is just like no (laughs) (laughs) i do that a lot my like my brain is going a lot faster than my mouth Mm -hmm. especially when i'm on the phone which sucks oh no my brain goes real slow i think my mouth is going way too fast (laughs) oh yeah i feel like mine's the opposite because i'm on the next sentence before i'm like oh my god Mm. i messed up my previous (laughs) oh god (laughs) but 54 percent of icelandic people think that fairies exist that's why they live in iceland and like elves did you ever see the um mm. the euro eurovision was that the one it was the one with will ferrell and rachel mcadams I no it, i don't think so i think it was only on netflix no but the rachel mcadams she's like the main character the female character and she believes in elves and like like gives little gifts to this elven community oh and it's interesting i but, mean why not yeah seriously but they, i guess like it's cultural too probably where you're from if everyone else does it you'd be like yep yeah but they probably definitely think that grilla exists because you know they're very much into i wonder stuff. what those parents are doing where they're just like their kid is bad one time and they just shove them out into homelessness basically <laughs> they're just like, waiting for grilla yeah <laughs> Is what the I was told my whole life that she'd be coming for these bad kids and she's not here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so that was Grilla. Grilla. Yeah, she's Bechnikel like and Grilla. She's she's like up there with the scariest. There's one more that's, that's pretty yeah, nasty. A little scarier than her, but she's mm, I don't like her. Okay. <laughs> so number three. Are the Yule Cat and the Yule Lads. Okay. So these are two more Icelandic legends. Never heard of them. <laughs> I'm not I, trying to be edgy. I, I just swear never heard of them. I have heard of the Yule Cat. Probably because I've heard of a Yule Log. Yes. Good job. There are those. <laughs> um, but I feel like I have heard of the Yule Cat just because, you know. Is it a cat? I love cats. Yeah. It's oh, a cat. Okay. Well, I'll get into that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. So I am going to butcher this word because it's Icelandic. <laughs> is it lechlech? It's, it's like, oh God, oh God. Yola Gorton? Yola? Is this a place or? No, it's Yule Cat, but in Icelandic. Oh. Am I saying? Say it again. Am I saying Icelandic? Like, is is it Nordic or is it Icelandic? Your language. I've heard both of okay. those words, so I honestly have no idea. One long word. Or I've got it. You got it. <laughs> or Yule Cap. No, you go over there. You go to Iceland and say that. They're gonna punch you right in the face. <laughs> but this Yule Cap is the giant feline pet of Grilla. Oh mm-hmm. of course Grilla comes back. Mm-hmm. This cat hunts humans instead of mice. It's like bigger than a house, yeah. That's how big this cat is. It looks how r- big as lo- Grilla. That's that's what I'm saying. She's huge. She's a giant. Okay, but <laughs> all right, I believe you. I, I believe you. <laughs> it lurks around the snowy countryside, towering over houses and peeping into windows. Peep. 
It eats anyone who hasn't received any new clothes to wear before Christmas Eve. That's so mean. That is so mean. And like so predatory on like the lower and the middle class. Mm-hmm. Rude. Yeah. It's just rude. A rude cat. It, that's mean. <laughs> and so typical of a cat. Mm-hmm. So pretentious. Yeah. I could definitely see Moo doing that. Mm-hmm. Like you look terrible. Just like mm-hmm. eats the... <laughs> what are you wearing? <laughs> you deserve this. <laughs> So the threat of being eaten by the Yule cat was used by farmers as an incentive for their workers to finish processing the autumn wool before Christmas. So that's kind of where the clothing part comes in. I feel like the clothing company is behind this. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the diamonds with the engagement, how they... Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, the ones who took part in the work would be rewarded with new clothes, but those who did not would get nothing and thus would be preyed upon by the giant murder floof. <laughs> murder floof. Murder floof. <laughs> but, um, so that's the Yule Cat. Pretty simple. Just, you know, look good. Get new clothes. Don't be... Don't Buy some shit. Yeah, buy some shit and you'll be fine. The Yule Lads are the 13 sons of Greta. <laughs> These are the guys that... A lot of this revolves around Grilla. It really does. I guess she's like the main bad person around Christmas time in Iceland. Mm-hmm. But these 13 sons are the ones that got changed after they all ate, um, I guess, their father. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. yeah. But, but like they had to, right? Yeah, they had. Well, I mean... Well, yeah. They didn't have to. <laughs> all right. They decided to do that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yep. But they come down from the mountains one by one over the 13 days before Christmas and steal from and harass the townspeople. All have descriptive names that generally convey their favorite way of causing mischief. For example, one's name is Spoon Licker, one's name is Pot Scraper, Door Slammer, and Window Peeper. Oh, mm-hmm. that one's crazy. I mean, I've met a Window Peeper before. He was a very nice person. That was his first name. Window Peeper. Shut up. <laughs> Window Peeper Smith. Smith. (laughs) (laughs) They leave small gifts and shoes that children place on windowsills. I guess that's like their Christmas tradition. They put their shoes on the windowsills and the... That's very unsanitary. The Yule lads come through. Uh, No, if it's on the table, that's unsanitary. That's actually... Shoes are just very unsanitary. They really are. And people don't know. When I see people put shoes on a table... I lose my ever-loving mind. A, mm-hmm. because my mother has always told me that it's bad luck, and I'm very superstitious about that stuff. Well, certain stuff. But B, it's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You have no idea what you stepped in. Yup. I try to never wear my shoes in the house. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. But, um... I will cut your feet off. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing. When people wear shoes throughout someone's home, I don't know. I was always, like, taught not to do that. I yeah. Don't know. Like, you don't know what you're dragging in. And what if that person right. just, like, washed their floors or, like, carpet or not carpeted. <laughs> what the hell? Is it? Vacuumed their carpet. <laughs> you know? Like, Cleaned. Know. Yeah. That's another thing that I am, like, what? What's going what on? What are you doing? When people don't do what I do. <laughs> it's very strange. Yeah. But anyways, um, the Yule lads, they lay, leave the small gifts in the shoes of the children. Uh, but if the child has been disobedient, they leave a potato. Oh, 
Oh. Mm-hmm. I think that's a fair price. Yeah, I think so. You still could have a little snack, a yeah. little baked potato, but, yeah. you know, you weren't great, so you get a baked potato. Hey, I'll take it. I love potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> You're um, the only kid in Iceland who's like, oh, sick! Yes! A potato! <laughs> Mom! Look at this potato! <laughs> so that was the Yule Cat and the Yule Lads. Relatively, well, Yule Cat, no. They'll definitely, that thing will F you up. But the mm-hmm. Yule Lads are relatively harmless. They just, you know. They're just creepers. They mess with you, yeah. yeah. But next up is... Mary Lloyd, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly because it's from Wales, so I don't know if... Ooh, I have Wales heritage. No shit. Supposedly. Wow. I never took a DNA test, so... (laughs) I I feel it in my blood. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel like a whale. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Mary Lloyd is... A house visiting Christmas folk custom found in South Wales. This isn't so much a creature. It's more of a tradition. That's weird. Okay. It's not weird. It's just different from what we do here. Oh. Not really, actually. <laughs> we use some weird shit here. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> it's just different from what we're used to. So with this tradition, a decorated horse's skull is carried on top of a stick by a group of men. Uh, the skull has bells and ribbons and is covered with a sheet to give it a ghostly appearance. A real skull? Mm-hmm. We don't do that. <sighs> no, but I feel like we've done much worse. Oh, well, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Not at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> the Mary Lloyd uh, party would approach a house and sing a song in which they requested admittance into the home. Mm. There's motion at my front door. Uh, anyway, sorry, go ahead. No, that's fucking weird because Mary Lloyd requests admittance to your home and that thing went off. Should I? Is it Mary Lloyd? I don't know. Did you (laughs) lock the front door when you came in behind you? I forget. Great, we're both dead. (laughs) It's just Mary Lloyd. That was creepy though. That was creepy. No! Sorry. But anyways, um, so the party would sing a song and request admittance. The inhabitants of the home would then offer excuses for why the team could not enter. And the party would sing a second verse and the debate between the two sides known as the Puinco. P-W-N-C-O. Puinco? Hopefully. Anyways. <laughs> would continue until the house's inhabitants ran out of ideas. At which time they were obliged to allow the party to enter and to provide them with beer and food. So basically if they couldn't come up like with an excuse. As to why the party couldn't enter. They had to give them beer and food. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Once in the house, the Mary Lloyd would chase the women and children around the house and create a sort of chaotic scene. And <laughs> it would like snap the jaw of the horse's skull. And then oh, like the leader of the group would like pretend to... You know, hold, like a pair of tongs, like Mary tick, 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 tick. <laughs> would pretend to hold the skull back and be like, "Whoa!" <laughs> Having the Mary Lloyd in the home would chase away anything unwanted for the year, so like bad luck and stuff. Uh, huh. Even if the homeowner won the sing-off, they would still allow the Mary Lloyd in for the reason of the good luck that followed. So there's no point. Yeah, no point to say no. <laughs> it's just a little like rap battle, basically. Okay. Yeah. 
The origin of the Welsh skeletal horse spirit is unknown. One Welsh translation of it, Grey Mare, connects it to the heritage of pale horses in Celtic and British mythology, many of whom can cross over to the underworld. The Ooh. other translation for Mary Lloyd is Grey Mary. Some scholars have linked her to a legend connected to the nativity story. A pregnant horse sent out of the stables when Mary arrived to have Jesus. She spent the dark days roaming the land trying to find somewhere to have a, a newborn foal. So, don't really know where she came from, why it's a horse's skull. Oh, I mean, it's just a bunch of guys getting drunk. <laughs> and that happens to, like, every house? Or they just, like, pick a couple places? I'm sure they just pick, at this point, they just pick a couple places. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Yeah. Back when it first originated, I'm sure... It was like all the houses because they probably had nothing better to do. Yeah. I could definitely see families now be like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Mary Lloyd group. Just <laughs> You're going to pay us for that beer? <laughs> then no. <laughs> get off my lawn. <laughs> Number five is Frau Perkta. What is it? Frau Perkta. Frau Perkta. Mm-hmm. Got it. Now this, I actually have never heard of I've never her, heard of that either. Right? And oh. she needs more. I assumed Frau was a man. That's mm, no, Miss Frau. My bad. Mm-hmm. She, needs, she needs more recognition because she's pretty uh, hardcore. She's pretty brutal. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. So she's a staple in the Alpine regions of southern Germany and Austria. Uh, Frau Perkta is the Christmas time goddess slash witch slash all around terrifying gal. She's depicted as being as beautiful as a goddess while also being a decrepit with a beaked nose made of iron, dressed in rags, carrying a cane, and also always carrying a long knife under her skirt. Same. <laughs> I'm trying to. I don't know how this could. <laughs> How can you be both? Well, it changes. She changes. Ah. She's, oh, okay. She's the wintertime okay. goddess. She could do that. So, does she yodel? I don't. I didn't ask her. I bet she does. You know what? Next time I see her. From the Alps? I could definitely see her doing that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. But Frau Perkta, much like Santa Claus, will reward good children and punish the bad. She also punished women for unkempt households and unspun flax. What? unspun flax yeah it's like uh unspun like wool like making the it's like a type of thread that with the spinny it's it's the spinny thing you know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) the sleeping beauty spinner thing oh uh thimble no no it's remember the um the origin stories of disney princesses and how yeah but i just want to know the name of it spinner i Spindle? Spindle! That sounds right. Is that it? That sounds right. That sounds good. (laughs) Let's say yes. Two college-educated women. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, spindle. (laughs) That sounds about right. Um, But for those who she deems good, she leaves a silver coin in your shoe. For those who are bad or unworthy, she slits open your abdomen, removes your organs, and replaces them with straw and stones. a little aggressive mm, yeah it takes a turn you either get it a, a silver coin turn. or you're disemboweled <laughs> whichever one 
Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's uh, she's pretty hardcore. Um, and I'm shocked that I that she hasn't been talked about. Like you talk about crap. I think Krampus. there might be a reason that she's not talked about. <laughs> Maybe. Well, like, that's the kind of Christmas story I want to listen to. <laughs> God. She's also known to fly through the night sky while accompanied by her demonic perkton, which are like demons with horns and like covered in fur, elves, and unbaptized babies. So she's just flying through the air with all these things. My goodness. During the last three Thursdays before Christmas, you will hear the sounds of thunder and wind roaring. However, this is really Frau Perkta leading her wild hunt. <laughs> Disemboweling the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, she's That's... she's the kind of gal I want to I wanna know. <laughs> I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> the next, which... Frau Perkta and Krampus are kind of related, but not really. But I'll try and get into that. Okay. But last but not least, the guy, the legend, the myth, Krampus. 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 Is and it that's Krampus actually, or Krampus? It could be either or. I've heard okay. both. Um, but that's what Olivia actually suggested. She said Krampus and Krampus. Krampus specifically. Krampus. But I found all the other ones because I just started digging. Couldn't stop. No, that's a good idea. But he is, or she, I can't really assume. It's not a human, so. It is <laughs> perhaps the best known of the scary Christmas figures thanks to the 2015 film adaptation of the folklore. And it's called Krampus. Did you ever see that movie? I did, actually. I thought it was yeah. good. It like took a lot of turns that I didn't think it would take. Um, it was like funny. We at some watched point. it and we didn't know that it was gonna be like basically a, a horror mm-hmm. Christmas movie. And I just like I remember being like slain. the whole time I was like, "What is happening? <laughs> this is like, not good for children." Like all comedic actors, so I was like, I "It don't was, understand. yeah." But it like got pretty dark. Dark. Yeah. Like, yeah. They literally all die. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like. But it gets better after they all die, so don't worry. Uh, This Central European half-goat, half-man demonic figure served St. Nick since before the 12th century. Um, So he was basically like, he worked in cahoots with St. Nick. His origins (laughs) are rooted in pagan religion, um, but, well, tradition with the pagan religion has it that he is the son of the Norse god of the underworld, Heel? Hell? I don't know. (laughs) H-E-L. Later, he was adapted into Christianity. He was covered in black fur, had horns, sharp fangs, long claws, and an even longer tongue. Ew. Yeah. In its early life, Krampus wasn't known as one single entity. Krampus was a race of monsters that appeared during the Yule period. And that's where it kind of comes into play with Frau Perkta, um, because when she's flying through the sky with her demonic perkton, that's kind of like what they describe it as. It's Krampus and like the Krampus monsters. That's what the perkton are. So she was flying through the air with Krampus and his gang and unbaptized babies. <laughs> Why did they just get thrown in there? That's so, know. you know, typical religious stuff. Yeah, old religion. Ugh. But, um... <laughs> 
you don't baptize your baby, it's going to go with the Krampus. Mm -hmm. And Frau Perkton. <laughs> but shit. So Krampus was a race of monsters that appeared during the Yule period, which is around 12 days before the end of the year. During this time, Christians would celebrate. We're getting close. Mm -hmm. He's coming. <laughs> Christians would celebrate St. Nicholas. Uh, St. Nick would give good children presents and bad children lumps of coal or twig. Uh, this coal or twig would signal to Krampus which children were to be whipped and beaten by the birch stick he carried. Goodness. Mm -hmm. On his back, he had a basket or a sack that he would throw naughty children when dragging them off to hell. <laughs> oh my god. Mm -hmm. uh, you may even be drowned or eaten by Krampus. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. December 5th was known as Krampus Night, where children would be wary of Krampus and hopeful that on December 6th, they'd wake up to gifts from St. Nick. So he would come, like, the night. I think they both worked at the same. Like, December 5th was when Krampus would... Make his way through. And then when you woke up, if you got a gift, it was from St. Nick. If, you, if you're if you in hell, that's that's Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Krampus is said to be the counterpart of St. Nick. Uh, you know, with good comes bad, light comes dark. Krampus is often referred to as the shadow of St. Nick. Mm-hmm. God. So, oh, this is a German word that I hope I don't butcher too bad. Schnitzel. <laughs> <laughs> no 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 it's not schnitzel it's not schnitzel no uh, Krampus Lauf or <laughs> the Krampus Run is an annual festival still celebrated to this day in Austria and throughout the Alpine region uh, the tradition itself is said to be over 500 years old I really want to go to one of these things that sounds fun individuals would often wait do you have to run no it's it's people who just volunteer but they have oh. they they dress up as the demon, as Krampus, wearing heavy fur coats, um, horns, and masks in the image of Krampus. They hmm. roam the towns and cities with torches and birch sticks, Ooh. usually accompanied by St. Nick, who leads the group. The Krampuses can be seen slapping people in the crowds <laughs> in the back of their legs with their birch whips. <laughs> and that and would be so much fun. I know, just like whipping people. <laughs> back the legs <laughs> um they scare the local children and sometimes even adults throwing them in the snow for fun <laughs> some even go door to door and this is where it's like opposite and they give little gifts to the owners in exchange for alcohol so this makes sense now basically just like us like our parade day <laughs> Patty's exactly like it day. actually yeah yeah just an excuse to go around whipping people and get <laughs> drunk really <laughs> yeah so that was those were the six here we go, go through the, the whole the paragraph title again, again. <laughs> <laughs> the six santa claus like christmas Krampus creatures Creature folklore, folklore from different countries. <laughs> the end. The end. <laughs> I actually put that as the title. Mm -hmm. We probably could, but yeah, those. That was so good. I was. I did not know that a lot of these even existed. I knew that Krampus was a thing, but 
Or Krampus. I totally don't That's know. That's the only which... one that I knew was real. And I had heard of Belgenickel from the <laughs> office. But that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Thank you, Olivia, for the suggestion. Yeah, fun little little christmas holiday episode since we have no idea what next week's gonna bring and that's you know we celebrate christmas so that's when our christmas is yeah but who knows (laughs) who knows what's gonna happen (laughs) oh god this might be the year that all of these things and creatures come Mm -hmm. out honestly this would be the year let's Mm -hmm. be real especially grilla she's gonna come down from the mountain and just like leave iceland somehow (laughs) And come to the U.S. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Grilla's here. Mm-hmm. We'd all just be like, honestly, yeah, okay. Yeah, come on. Jesus. <laughs> Get it over with. Come in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Thanks. You're welcome. For all the people out there, I hope you have a ho- happy holiday. Hope you have a holiday. Oh, <laughs> hope you have a holiday. Period. <laughs> Don't get disemboweled. Don't get disemboweled. That's the main thing I want to push this year. Yeah, Frau Perkta will come after you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. But if you want to reach out to us, we have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and an email. All of the socials, it's Weekly Variety Podcast. You could find us on there. WeeklyVarietyPod at gmail.com. Have we gotten any emails? Did you forget the password? Yeah. Not gonna lie. I haven't checked. <laughs> well, if anyone has emailed, so sorry for not responding. <laughs> but we'll check it one day. Yeah. <laughs> and we love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>